0: at Whalen Bay, will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217 3778, or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for Tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine.
1: Welcome to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power, Stack and Boat Trailer Storage, and the North Florida Sheet Metal Workers Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank.
0: Good evening. and Welcome to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faber. Sit in with Captain Ricky Papour, who That's missed me. last
2: week. <laughs> Listen! If oh, you're going, no, 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 hell and no! You're not taking it. You Cup's better figure something. Shake. Damn right! I'm here. <laughs> Take my damn opening! Are you crazy?
0: Oh, man! I'll tell you what—that was—that was gutsy, Captain Ricky. Yeah. yeah. You thought I was you're fishing looking, in his we... flounder spot or something? <laughs> You know, I, I thought about bones? that the other day because I knew he wasn't fishing. <laughs> I did. And, and I know where his flounder spot is around the Bridge of Lions. And, and, and I couldn't get myself to do it. I was like, no, I'm not going to go fish this spot because flounder fishing's been
1: really, been, good, good. Been,
0: been really good. It's, you yeah. know, it's, it's getting better. And, and um, I, I, I had had a good day. And, and I said, no, I'm not going to go in there. And Man, fish and there's spot. some nice
2: fish, too, in the inlet. I'm giving but it up. But we can't get to them can't get to them. dude yeah. I mean it was incredible
0: last Friday No last Thursday
2: last Thursday Yeah because and I was because blowing I like because hell. I had Listen, I had a trip on Friday remember right. And I told yeah and,
0: and, and, I told and, where to, and yeah. dude I I had two people and I went and bought like 10 dozen shrimp and 4 dozen muds. and I mean I'm like yeah, this is going to be Go flounder pound a baby uh, right yeah, there they I, ain't I was gone uh, anyway. and, and, and <laughs> it was blowing north at <laughs> Some ungodly, and, I, and and literally, I tried. I, I made it to the end of the jetties where, where, you know, and and it. it the boat was. You just couldn't stand up. Yeah. I said we can't. Yeah. You know, and then when I make the turn, but the, my folks that are in the back seat soaked them. Yeah. Waved you know, him over the back. Well, because of a north, a yeah. hard north wind. When you went to make that yeah. turn, there's just no way. That, that you could, I'm talking 2025, oh, yeah. you know, so then I'm like, oh, that's a great way to start your day, you know, but anyway, <laughs> so I used two dozen shrimp and, and called it a day. You called it a day. Yeah. 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 Man. And, 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 and you just, know what? You know, what's so funny is that all of us, uh, Captain Corey Sparks is sitting in with us. And we'll have him on here uh, next segment. But last week, last Thursday, you guys remember um, the pictures that we all shared last yep. week. W- 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 awesome awesome snook big reds everybody all of us had excited had, I mean, amazing excited. days i mean you, you, i mean scott was like god the, i was actually know, excited the pompano the the flounder fishing everything was and, and this it's week it's just been i haven't seen anything from anybody no <laughs> you know
2: the only good picture i got was uh i'm gonna give it up but i mean who cares captain rob bennett was fishing the bridge and he was took a piece of lady fish he was trying to see if there are any big reds. What he didn't expect was between, and he knows his fit, an eight- and nine-foot bull shark ate it and took off about 100 yards of string, he said, and jumped from underneath the bridge on the other side of the bridge. He said, yeah, all these people want to swim and yeah, oh let's yeah. drag a kid around here on in an inner tube while there's eight- and nine-foot bull sharks that are, I mean, we know that they're. Yeah, they've been there for, know, forever. I know, mean, so But it's just getting, it's getting more and more prevalent as far as how hungry that they're starting to get
0: well or or dependent they are maybe or yeah exactly and and we we've all we've all talked about this and and it's not it's not like local news anymore about the sharks i mean as in how many sharks we're seeing yeah, and and what kinds of sharks we're, we're all seeing, and it's up and down the East Coast. I mean, we're we're not the <laughs> only ones saying this anymore. It's no, not.
2: Captain Kirk told you about Mayports. It's ugly.
0: Oh, it's yeah. I mean, it's um. It, it look the, the the guys down in Palm Beach are having sailfish. I mean, just like we're having kingfish eaten. You yeah. know, I mean, so it's not. What, what, I, I think they have it worse than we do, really. I mean, it's bad for us,
3: yeah. like especially during kingfish season and all. But them guys, I, they can't even hardly fish down there. Yeah. It's well,
0: you know, it it, it 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 all it all it all comes back to. I, I was talking to um, Captain Greg on the ringleader leader yep. years ago, and you know they they do a lot of kingfishing, and mm-hmm. what you know slow trolling on on that big boat, and and. So I, I was on a bite of kingfish on the beach, and I, and I told him about it, and he goes, man, I have a hard time fishing the beach. And I'm like, why? And he goes, I guess my diesels sound like shrimp boat diesels. And he said, you know, <laughs> so when I'm slow trolling, he said, it, 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 it's like I'm a shrimp boat, and all those sharks are attracted to those diesel engines. He said, so I have a hard time, I was talking about the ringleader, yeah. has a hard time fishing the beach. Because that, all those sharks are attracted to that. That, that, that is that.
3: interesting. Yeah. To
0: me. Yeah. And
3: it makes perfect sense.
0: Absolutely makes perfect sense. I yep. mean, because where do we all go to catch sharks? Yep. In the summertime, we go behind the shrimp boats. And hey, listen, a shrimp boat, I mean, can you imagine how far away they could hear those diesel oh, engines? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. And I mean, we only I think only. sometimes we we like to think that it's the scent or the, the 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 bait that he's stirring up or the bottle, you know, something but it, it's not because we talked about this before with even with our boats the, yeah. the gas engine so, the outboard. Uh,
0: let me let me this is this is honest god truth. Years ago when we all chumpfished, fished and you mm-hmm. you I don't think you know anything about like true chump fishing and when we would go with throw the bag chump bag up on the shrimp boat they would fill it up and then oh. we would we yeah exactly we'd have so a five garbage dollars. can and, and dump all of the chum into the garbage can, hypodermic needle, and, and we would be the shrimp boat. My idea, and this was when I was 20 years old, is to take a recording of a shrimp boat dragging the diesel mm-hmm. and and have that playing underneath the water as you were chumming.
2: Yeah. Because Put it in like a fish box, you know, a dry storage and let it play through the hole.
0: Yeah. Yeah, have that, that sound of that shrimp boat dragging, you know those diesel engines going. Record that, and 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 hang. You know, I, I don't know how you would do it. Technology now would probably be damn easy. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you think that? Do you think the tarpon would come to that? Too? Hell yeah. I, I, I mean, a I to Listen, why do you think the sharks are so bad offshore? What are they coming to? They're coming to your engine, bro. Yes, Thanks. there's that no doubt. So on they're not. They're not coming to those little pogies. We're kingfishing. There's no doubt. They're yeah, they're the they're engine. coming to the sound of your engine, and and and, and the same thing. You know, it's, it's if you if you had that recording, yeah. of of a diesel engine running, and and you somehow could put that microphone in the water while you were chumming, there's there a thousand times. Absolutely, they're coming to that for sure. The schooling black tips
3: of yep. the, the spinner sharks, mm-hmm. I've never seen or heard of that, but Leon sent us pictures a couple weeks ago, and I, then me and Hunter I, saw them last week.
0: Did, did, were they just, like – Free oh.
3: jumping, hundreds and hun- not?
0: It's I, I, I saw it two years ago, and it was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. The first time I've ever seen it. And I was I, – I was, I was literally – I had to let them go by yeah, because I didn't scared. want to go through them because there were so yep. many of them jumping and spinning. I thought one was going to jump in the boat. Yeah.
2: I'm, and, the only thing that the only thing I have to say about sharks, probably as far as the only fish that I don't want to see a shark eat, honestly, truthfully, is a tarpon.
0: Uh, you know, and I've never had it happen.
2: I'm just saying, like you watch the yeah. Boca Grande Pass, I I, you yeah. watch them the down in the Keys. I know, I know. And these hammerheads with, you know, hammers yep. that are 16 wide, yep. bull shark, You know, I mean, that would probably be the only devast. I mean, I wouldn't want that carnage. Sailfish. Well, and that too, but I mean, yeah,
0: selfish would really suck.
2: You know, I mean, though he could swim a hell of a lot faster than that if you broke him off and you didn't let him sit out there and do his business. You know, but, for
0: but I mean, Scott, you know this. This is before you 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 got serious about about chartering Ricky. I mean, I never ever. I mean, never saw a shark eat a cobia Uh-uh. ever. Oh, not yeah. small uh-uh. ones, big ones. Uh uh-uh. and, and now. We're having to reel them in as fast as we are kingfish, because if we don't, they're smoking them.
2: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: And the release. You have to be, you have to plan the release. You can't just throw them back back in
3: the water. Oh, no.
2: That's just like feeding the dolphins. Not only that, but I'm just (laughs) telling you right now, there's no way in hell that I would be like all light with them and he's going into water from chest high. I'm not getting my hands close to it Uh, because he's sitting underneath that boat looking at me. I can guarantee you. Yeah. Two swipes of that tail and he's in your face.
3: Yeah. And a lot of times you think you've gotten away from them and you, and haven't. you have And you haven't. Yeah. Toss them in
0: and
2: yep. just like that. That's yeah. what I'm
3: saying. There's Whoa. no way.
2: Uh uh-uh. uh. No.
0: it's it's uh-uh. it's um it's a problem. It is. It's there I mean, you know, they're there I I don't I don't know what to do about it.
2: Yeah, there's um, I mean unfortunately, I mean they're basically almost all those kinds of sharks we're talking about are all protected.
0: Yes. That's that, that absolutely so
2: until you know oh, sir, you know, that'd be a great question to ask Chris. Yeah. Um on O Search, yep. when 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 is the problem too you know too big of a problem that you can't back yourself up on? You know, I mean, meaning when does the all the whole? I mean, oh, understand? I, I don't, I
0: don't, I don't think I don't think that that will that, ever ever be reversed. You you're, you're talking about fishing well, for just sharks like, commercially, like everything. Like we're, yeah, we're,
2: we're, we're, we we have all done this long enough, and I know there's five hundred million recreational anglers that'll back us up as well as charter captains. We know what the red snapper situation is. Mm-hmm. We know they're eating everything that's on the reefs that are, that's of juvenile age and stuff like that. But of course we can't, there's no proof unless you kill one and open the stomach up. And that's only three times a year. Not in the Gulf. Not in the Gulf. <laughs> <laughs> they just got 57. Yeah.
0: What do they get? 56 days?
2: 56 or 57.
0: 57. Yep. Like yeah. Well, good for them. I guess we're all going to just pack up and go to Steen Hatchie. Yeah. You know?
2: Tell them to open up some more rooms because we headed their way. Yeah, absolutely. Damn, can you imagine running over there as a charter business? Oh, I thought we'd have to work 57 days.
0: Yeah, that's it, truthfully.
2: Because if you want to go snapper fishing, it's going to cost you. And we out.
0: Yeah, because um, that's a long way to go over there, snapper fishing. Because yes. is it
2: two fish over there? And, and, and,
0: you know, I don't know. I don't
3: know. I don't ours know. was
2: one. I I I just thought there was right. two.
3: I'm not sure. I don't fish over there much. I
2: don't either. But I'm just. I thought. I thought their fishery over there was two. I might be wrong.
3: But their fish know. aren't as big as ours. No, they, no, are they not. aren't. No. But no. but
2: to come, I mean, I know we're we're sliding off. We're different coasts here now. But talking to a lot of friends who have spent a lot of time over in Steinhatchee that had years ago bought mm-hmm. a trailer over there and living over there or whatever. They said that. There are spots over there that you never saw that. You know, eight, nine, ten feet of water that we would sheephead fish. Mm-hmm. You let another month or two go by, and it's loaded with red snappers. Right. Yeah. Eight miles off the beach, you know. And it's just, you know, they have become more prolific over there than than any other time before. Most of the time you had to run almost to the damn middle grounds. Before yep, you yeah, you one. did. Yeah, you did. You know, now you don't. I mean, within 10, 12 miles over right. there, you can catch all the snaps you want. But like you said, yes. Yeah. But like you said, the snappers are two to maybe eight pounds, nine pounds yeah. big. They're slow-growing fish.
3: They don't go – they don't uh, – All right, let's
0: take a break here on the most Southwest Grow Fishing Forecast. When we come back, uh, we don't have Captain Leon Dana Heath.
2: <laughs> oh, this is a long story, <laughs>
0: yeah, folks. Yeah. He, he is in uh, – literally, he is in Napa Valley. Uh, I know.
2: Squashing berries. Don't ask me how and why or what.
0: <laughs> that would be grapes. Whatever, they're
2: berries. <laughs> uh, God, I want to see the. Picture so we have of this Captain vacation. Corey Sparks
0: in house. We do. When we come back, right here on the most Southwestern Fishing Forecast.
1: This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, Stack'em Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and the North Florida Sheet Metal Workers Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee on 1010XL.
3: Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Ricky Bupore, sitting in with my good friends, Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Corey
2: Sparks. You gotta do the list. And <laughs> Captain <laughs> Scott Shank. That's me. <laughs> Man, and you know what's so great? We get a respite from Leon this week. Yeah. We have Captain Corey Sparks sitting in live. Thank goodness I need a vacation from Leon.
3: So, so what are we going to do tomorrow? Berries. Huh? Well, yeah. What are we going to do tomorrow when you pull up to your favorite flounder spot and you see this big sign that says Rock Bottom right there all over?
2: Oh, you didn't hear me on the radio the other day? I was, <laughs> I was calling him on the radio the other day because he was out there, Kev, and I went, <laughs> Harder ground, you on this one? And I had to get no answer. I said, Come in, harder ground, come in, Cap Ricky, you on this one? And I guess he never got that fact that, um, yeah, that too. I wasn't there. You were. Oh. You're all short. Sure. You just couldn't hear me. I have my short antenna on. <laughs> or down. That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens with short people. You have short antennas, you kind of don't go far. Speak of Moe's Southwest Grill. I'm a free man for the week. Moses is going to see me a lot.
4: I am not cooking.
3: So, Corey, you been fishing this week?
4: Been out a few days, yeah. Uh, Doing all right. Not quite as hydrated as Leon at the moment, but uh, (laughs) uh, feeling good. We caught a few fish today. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) We caught a few fish, but it's been a grind. Tuesday was so windy and uh, didn't fish yesterday, but today... Hit a bunch of different spots and picked up a fish here or there. I had a I had a freshman uh, from Bishop County that wanted to throw top water, so we got to mm-hmm. fish some artificial. And great picture by the way. This oh, morning. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that you. was a good Great picture. picture. He was so pumped. We we were fishing up north of Palm Valley, and and we had a couple blow ups early, and we had the owls hooting in the tree line. It's just a real pristine. Oh yeah, cool window, but. Just short strikes, you know, and, and rolls on it, and finally he got one to commit. And it, it hit it about three times, and I thought it was going to be a trout, and a, a you know, mid-slot red comes up, and he was nice. grinning from ear to ear. Yeah. yeah. I could see Chip
2: if he was Chip next to you as much as Chip is right now. Can you imagine if you in an owl hoot? he be I could just hear Chip now just answering the back, like, Chip, we're fishing. We're not, we're not calling in a damn turkey. You
4: so know, what's Chip the water was...
3: like up there? Is it dark?
4: It's dark. Yeah. It uh it's it's cloudy, a lot of sediment. You find little patches cleaner than, than others, but it's it's pretty dark. I mean I saw water temps from seventy three to almost up to seventy eight, but um Oh good. Okay. Um yeah, just just real dirty. It was cleaner today than it's been for a few days, so that was nice to see. Um hopefully it cleans up a little bit, but mm-hmm. That's what the
2: San Oxy boys said today because I can it's tell cleaner. you what it yeah. What nice. it looked like on Monday was crapola.
4: Yeah. on Tuesday I was down near uh Guana and airport area and I saw the tide switch. That green water came from the north. It was pretty water down south, but it there was there was just a solid line of brown that mm. once it turned it, it came down. So once the tide started falling out.
2: Boy, it looks like offshore when you hit it right there. It's right there about Cascola area, just maybe yep. a little bit to the south end of it. And man, there's bubbles all I mean, hell if it was if it was summertime, I'd be stopping on and put a pogie out behind it. I can promise you. I mean, talking about one direction to another. Yeah. And I actually looked for triple tail across that.
3: So uh, I, offshore this week, or early in the week, I was able to fish. I think it was Saturday and Sunday. Maybe uh-huh. I got off. Well, it looks like the water may have flipped in a couple. It's not everywhere you go, but there was a. I could see the color. You know how the bottom machine has a that line and, yeah. and the darker. Yeah. I could see that in a couple. You roll of places, your gain up, you and, can see it. And it's totally in the wrong time of year for that, right? I know, can't Ke- Captain Kevin favor am asking him, but <laughs> he can't talk. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, so, so you're talking about the, 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 the thermocline, the, the, the water turning
3: over? Yeah, the thermocline.
0: Um, yeah, you're not you're not going to get an upwelling of thermocline this time of year because of. of obviously the water hasn't gotten warm enough to even have a thermocline.
3: What do you think that is? What, 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 what that could that have been?
0: You know, and, and it's funny because um, when I was fishing yesterday with, with Travis Tabor, he was looking at my bottom recorder and he's like, what is all that? And, and so I, I, I saw it too, um, and I can't explain it. I, 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 don't, I don't know enough about that, yeah. to, to be honest with you, you know, because he's like, is that all bait? And I'm like, no, because it's a, it's a straight line you know um it, it 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 simply could be um like scott said it 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 could be um if you turn your gain up on on your bottom recorder it 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 could be debris it could be a a temperature change i mean i you know who who knows
3: it did look like a temperature change to me right. uh, and you know the top of the water column you could see it looked it it was a greenish darkish colored water but but it looked clean for the first maybe five to ten feet mm-hmm. and then you could tell it was cloudy down low, right so there was something going on there that I'm not used to seeing
0: and 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 you were offshore, yeah, so um when when you caught a fish off the bottom, did you notice that it was colder or uh, did it, I did not because fishing was not that great, to be honest. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, yeah. I mean, because, it, it, well, maybe, maybe that's the reason why fishing yeah. wasn't that great, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but you, you guys know as well as I do, you get a different wind, and that's what we've, we've been getting. You know, it'll be east one day, mm-hmm. southeast the next day, and then all of a sudden it's west, and, and it... it it's not a, it's not an upwelling or a thermocline, but it is turning over. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just like what Corey talked about. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw sixty-eight, sixty-nine, really yesterday. You know, at 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 the Volano boat ramp. Yeah. You know, I mean that's a that's a big difference from yeah. what, what you're talking about. Yeah. You know you, I mean seventy-five, seventy-six, and then I ran to the north and Did found you? warmer water to the north, which is which is really strange.
4: Yeah. I didn't ask. Chip and Leon, what they saw up in up in uh, Jacksonville, they fished a little farther north that day. But I was surprised that I was seeing almost seventy eight, and and just searching for uh, for clean water, and you just hit it like you like Scotty said, Cassadola area. It was just a it's like a line you drew on the paper.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. Right. So so I, I was there a couple <clears throat> things that you mentioned that that got my attention. Who um, dows? Yeah, that's early early morning. Yep. So, what – I mean, because they, 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 they shut it down at, at, after daylight. So, what time, what time were you throwing
4: we, – We left right at 6.30. Yeah, so yeah, I thought, yeah okay, We didn't yeah, go yeah, far. Yeah, so, they okay. were right there, and it right. wasn't long, but it was first spot pulled up, the owls hooted, and started throwing top water. <laughs> <laughs> and your your preference of, of top water? Uh, I like – on windy days, I like something a little higher pitch, like a, a sheep pup, top dog, junior type deal, right. um, mirror lure. But the higher pitch ones, when it's calmer, I'll throw like a Heedon Spook Junior, uh, mm-hmm. something a little more softer, softer rattling. So, I, I think so many times I'll be on the bank and I'll see the schools of redfish, and when you throw that higher pitch one, a lot of times you spook. Uh, yeah, you spook them. Yeah, they come up, them. investigate, and move on. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah. And it's it's it's, it's funny whenever we're. I, I love to throw a Cajun Thunder or something like that, you know, to to those reds moving down the bank, and and I always tell people. Don't pop it. Yeah. You just let it let it stay dead, you know, because those fish, when they're in that, that, that shallow of water, they're, they're spooky. Yeah. You
4: know? And when you get those windows where you see them, it's so calm and quiet. <laughs> and you're landing yeah. it close, you know, out in front, but it's still, it, it makes a huge splash or you just, a lot of times I'll land it on the bank or I'll tell my clients, if we're throwing artificial, land it on the bank well ahead of the fish and just get it into the water before you start. Yep you start working, yeah, it. yeah, that's and the, the same pitch.
3: Thing. The pitch you're talking about is the noise of the rattle makes inside the lure.
4: Yes, sir. Yeah, there, there's higher pitch ones that are a little bit clackier or noisier, and then there's softer, subtle, more knocking. I guess I not, didn't even not a that. knock, but just a softer. Yeah, it's uh,
0: just, it, yeah, it's just, it's just, easier. just like um, there's there's different floats yeah. that we throw yeah. too. Um, You know, I know Leon loves to throw that. What, it's Thunder Chicken, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it's got like a half ounce egg sinker on it so yeah you could throw it a mile but that's not what you want to throw to 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 fish feeding down a bank you know you'd rather have a Cajun thunder that doesn't have any weight on it so when it kind of <coughs> plops out there it just it just it settles down uh, because like of course those those fish are spooky man you you yeah. know and that's always it, it that's that's the hardest part uh, we, we we've talked about this you know People can sit there and cast a jig head on the edge of the intercoastal all day. But when you tell them you got to put it in this spot yeah. and they see fish coming <laughs> down the bank, <laughs> 90% of the time, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get out there on a ray and you tell him, look, throw it right between his wingspan, you know, because those, those Kobe are, are hanging out on the top of him, uh, 99% of the time? It does not go between the wingspan. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's going somewhere else. But it, it, if, 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 if you don't make that cast, you're not going to catch anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, for, for, for the most part, you're not. I mean, that's why there's a lot of times, and I know Scott agrees with me, I will, if, especially if I'm Kobe efficient, um, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll jump up there nicely and say, look, let, let at least at least on the first ray, let me make the cast, you know, yeah. so you understand what I'm trying to do. I know. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: well, I, I mean, real quick, I have, you know, I, have, I love taking kids fishing. I truly do. And, but it honestly, they want to flounder fish or they want to throw the and and like you said, they they're not able to do it or because I pitch a lot of docks this time of year. And honestly, I tell them, I said, guys, you've really got to go home, get like a yep. A floor mat or something, you know, that's three feet wide. And picture that as in between the dock piling. He's not going to live way out there. He's going to live underneath that dock. And I need you to learn how to pitch from 50 feet away. And
0: and I know how much, you know, Corey fishes around oyster bars and stuff. You know, whenever you have a client, you're like, look, throw it just this side of that oyster bar. And they throw it right in the middle of the oyster bar. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Damn. That's not what I
0: want to do. Right. And I said that,
2: you know, you got to, you know, and I, I tell my clients, I swear to you, it's just. Look, I've learned because I've spent this much time on the water. I'm understanding that you're only spending four hours with me. Yep, that's right. But understand when I pull up to a spot, I don't care if it's an oyster bed, whatever, I'm telling you right away that the tide's going from left to right or right to left. Presume that that fish feeds on the downward side of the current. Yeah. So, I mean, don't the first cast, I don't want it to be (laughs) up ahead of the tide. I want it to be behind the tide. Then we'll work. We'll work our way up that oyster bed, but most of the fish are gonna lay on that down current side, especially in a run out. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna lay on you know, the comps I mean if, if, how that run out spills out its it's it's fast moving water. But he is gonna lay within a foot of that fast moving water so he can dart out, grab his finger mullet, and come back and sit on on the bank. So it's it's kind of kind of got it like i mean i try to teach them i just i mean i want them to catch the fish i don't because i know exactly where
4: to throw yeah and and thinking about it too everybody comes in with their uh you know predispositions of how they fished or where they've cast or if yep. they've cast right 100%. at targets and it's it it's tough some days to get it in their mind to get ahead of that fish to drift it to them rather than throwing at the fish or when you get those opportunities of, of the waking redfish. They want to throw at the wake instead right. of out in front. and it, You got to explain, and, and some, some get it, and some, you know, just like today, the wind, the people knew where to throw, and they were working as hard as they could, but yep. the wind was blowing it one way, and well, it, that, it, it's I a mean, challenge that people thing. don't it's realize cha- how hard exactly. it is. Yep. <clears
2: exactly, <clears <throat> and I have them get on the boat. No, all everybody has here. man, i fished all my life. I've caught this and that. Uh-huh. I said, you've never fished St. Augustine, so I will tell you right now, that you truly haven't fished anywhere. <laughs> I said, St. Augustine has, and I think we all can agree, has one of the tougher fisheries. I mean, yeah. it is truly a spot placement to catch yeah, that fish. Uh, and,
0: yeah. and, and what what confuses people a lot of times is when we pull up to a spot, we're like, I'm like, okay, the spot is right here. It's, 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 or you're looking at it, yeah. okay? Don't throw there, <laughs> okay? Throw Throw yeah. up here. And by the time the bait is presented correctly, exactly, it, yeah. w- it will be in front of you, yeah. okay? And and they, they want to throw it right out onto the yep. spot. And by the time it gets to the bottom, a lot of times we're fishing anywhere from, I don't know, six to 25 feet of water, yeah. yep. you know, and, and you, you, you have to throw it way up in front of the boat and, and let it let it drift to that spot. Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and, and it truly is. You, we're it's, all fishing current yeah. and edges yep. and ledges, okay? And... It, and it is it, it stinks when you got four guys on the boat because I know yeah. the two that are going to catch fish if they're there the entire time. And it's the way that jig head drifts down that bank. Yeah. The poor guy that's in the front, by the time he gets ready, his jig head's swinging out into deeper water mm-hmm. quicker where the guy in the middle on, on the end of my boat, on the stern of the boat, he's got that perfect drift that it just it stays up higher and falls yeah. slowly into that seven to 11 foot. And these back two are just whacking on him. And the guys said, "Forgive me. Front spot's supposed to be the spot." And I said, eh, yeah. "Not really. You know, when we when we <laughs> talk right. about edges, I mean, yeah. when we talk about fishing ledges, no, these two back here's got the prize. Yeah, they're right now they're they're,
0: they're thinking bass fishing, Corey. Right. Yeah. You know, they're thinking the guy on the front of the, of the boat. Beach the, yeah. Uh, yeah. gets the, gets the gets the best cast, the, yeah. the first on the spot, and that's no. not that's not always necessarily the the, no. the, the way it is. That's um. Okay.
4: We gotta take a break.
0: Website you have a website?
4: Yeah, it's just uh three one zero three ten charters dot com three one zero charters. Okay, listen. Okay.
2: Explain how
4: you got that. Yeah, this was, was the
2: coolest thing because yeah, I went three, what the hell is three, three, Corey, three, three ten charters when I first met Corey? I went yeah. what the hell? Why wow, yeah. listen to this? It's
4: cool. So, so I, I used to teach and uh in Duval County contract hours were three seven fifty to three ten. So I'd get out at three ten every day and I started to learn to fish. And I'd run down to Palm Valley or St. Augustine. And, and, uh, over the years, just counting down to it, you know, daily (laughs) grind, starting to get sick of it. So one year I did a bunch of extra work and, and, uh, covered for other people that were having babies, you know, ladies that were starting families. And, and so I took one day off to go have my third son and they, the, I hope the boss is listening now, the old (laughs) boss, she dumped on me and gave me all this extra responsibility. I went to the hospital and I was fuming mad we were there all day, and my third son was born at three ten p.m. And I said, "It's it's a sign. I'm out of here. It's quit, it's quitting time." <laughs> that's great. How cool is that? Yeah. I thought it was a really cool that's, name. That's getting awesome. out of class, yeah.
2: and when his son was born, I yeah. thought I
0: thought it was pretty damn <laughs> yeah. cool. Three ten charters. Yeah, that's cool stuff. Thanks, Captain. Thanks, thanks, thanks for, for letting me sharing. share yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's take a quick break here on the Mo Southwest Grill fishing forecast. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. If not, that's fine. And then we're going to talk to Captain Chip Wingo. He's been fishing all day today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Does it have anything
0: to do with a 12-gauge? No, he has been fishing today. No,
2: he wasn't? Yes, he has. I
0: I, I promise you. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, he's been fishing today. I've heard they whacked him, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he hadn't sent any pictures. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll talk to him when we come back right here on the boat southwards. Go put your forecast.
1: The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, Stack'em Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and the North Florida Sheet Metal Workers Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee on 1010XL.
2: Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Ricky Beport, That's me, Captain Corey <laughs> Sparks, you can use it because I can't use it on this segment. But don't ever do that again in my opening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think
3: his face is red right now? Wait hey, till tomorrow. Hey, hey
2: we do, well, we can bring Captain Chip up because he's gonna—he knows about this, folks. This weekend uh-huh. at Fish Spice Training Post. Yep. Not only do you get to see Kevin, Kirk, and Logemann. Uh huh. You're gonna get to see the one and only me. Wow. I'll be there too. Wow. Talk about flounders. And uh, anyhow. They have a huge tent sale going on this weekend, yeah. um,
3: and the wind's going to blow. And wind's going to blow. It's a
2: perfect time to go to it. Captain Rick Murphy's going to be there. Nice. Um, they're having uh, some seminars and stuff. Are you doing a seminar? Seriously,
0: flounder fishing. What time? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. They haven't.
2: They haven't. They haven't got that Eight. all down in paperwork yet.
0: Well. It's Thursday. It's I know, two days I know, away. I know. Well, I mean, you're <laughs> gonna just in. show up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, well <laughs> you just now like finalizing <laughs> stuff think it's this like Tuesday. Two two I mean,
2: I think it's two o'clock or something. Saturday. Okay, Chip, and then like a Chip,
0: lavage, he, help a brother out here, would you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, they have some. Anyhow, great sales. I mean, three for ones and stuff like that. Oh, I can't and wait. The outdoor show is gonna I be mean, there from seven to ten. Yep. Come see us. Yep. yep.
0: Yep, I'm, I'm. it's
2: gonna be exciting. They are, they were setting up today. I yep. stopped by there today and uh um oh yeah. They're ready.
0: Good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. Chip, did you fish
5: today? Oh yeah. Yep. Scotty we said sure you did, did not fish today. Oh, I fished today. We had a blast. We uh he went out, I helped him get in the boat. Who uh, wait, a minute. Whoa whoa, about whoa, Mr. whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. whoa. Who who's he?
5: Mr. Giddens. Okay. Um, our, my neighbor up here in Georgia. Okay. And he has, the, I hunt his uh, property for turkey and he wanted to fish today and he's had a heart attack and he's recovering, but he still knows what to do go fish. So, anyway, I helped him get in his John boat and get out there. And then uh, I walked around the bank um, and he was out there. So we had a little contest. And mm-hmm. uh, using crickets, red wigglers, light tackle. You know those little weighted corks and a uh, small aberdeen hook and put the smack down on the red breasts and the bass. it was a lot of fun. I think we both caught over twenty five um and we just cool. had a blast out there
0: so and, quiet, and how peaceful. many how many
5: did you keep uh we kept all of them no <laughs> 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 that, that's what I was kind hoping of a that you were fish cleaning yeah, accident. yeah that
0: that's great,
5: good for you, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're in the fish pen. He's got a fish pen down there, so you just load it up. And then uh, I think we're going to do a big fish fry this weekend. Um, So we'll just keep them in there alive and then take them out and go from there. All right, so how
0: how are you going to clean them?
5: um, I'm not going to clean them. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you didn't
5: bring a knife, did
2: you? <laughs> I'm, 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 because I'm just clean.
0: curious, you know. A lot because those, you know, they have ways of cleaning.
3: Oh yeah, I seen the Georgia guys. Of course, I live oh, yeah. on the They're freshwater side, Dude. they got a scaler. They got, they got a scaler. Yep. Yeah, throw yeah. in ten fish scaler. at a time and.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Cut off the dorsal yep. fin and eat the tail.
0: Yeah. The 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 best one that I ever saw is I got uh, Carrie and I got invited to an oyster roast. At like the Waycross Fishing Club, and it was it, it, it was awesome. Just met and met with people and walked out on a dock, and there was a washing machine at the end of the dock. Mm-hmm. Dude, really? And, yeah, seriously. And 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 so I, I <clears throat> Dan, good. I asked Dan. I said, Dan, what the hell's a washing machine for? He goes, That's to clean our fish. I'm like, What? So they <laughs> they collect. Uh the, the the green this honest goodness, um pine cones. The hard pine yeah, cones, the yeah, spiny yeah ones. Yeah, yeah. They throw all the fish in the in, in the washing machine with about twenty of those No way. Turn it on and and, and run it and then and then run the spin cycle. And he said they, they Hey Billy, he,
2: grab me another beer while that thing's spinning.
0: <laughs> he said they had a scale on them.
3: It's that, pretty cool. The kind I've seen are the, uh, awesome. expanded awesome yes. yeah. yeah.
2: the, the expanded metal. Yes. Isn't that awesome,
3: Chill? It is. Yeah. The expanded metal with the non slip, the, the ones that are bent. Yes. They wrap that around, uh, uh, make a drum out of it, and then just tumble it like a, like a concrete piece yeah. or something. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, Red you can, Deck Ingenuity. Yeah.
2: Yeah. you guys get much of that? You, what? Well, at the end of your day, hey, can you just scale that fish for me and cut his head off? Y'all, do y'all do that? No, I don't either. Nope. No, nope. no, no, no.
0: I do if they ask for
2: it. Really? Whatever they ask for, nah. I don't
0: care. Well,
2: well, I mean, what? Uh,
0: I'm just curious. What fish would they want to do that with? Let's just say if they want whiting. to fry
2: a whole flounder, a whiting, a speckled trout, a yellow mouth trout. Mm-hmm. I mean, Small
0: fish. I, and, and and you know what? Well, I, I mean, I, it it would it would take me. Two seconds to yes. scale a damn trout. I mean, flounder are pain in the rear end, Yeah,
2: That, uh, that one you need, the old, regular old... Yeah, you need, a, you need a
0: true... Yeah.
2: Because yeah. honestly, truthfully, I mean, the knife I use, we all pretty much use, at least in shore, yeah. it's real flexible. Right. So to sit there and, and even turn it no, upside it's, down, it's, it's, it's tough. there's no way... I, I mean, I, you can't get enough grip on I it. mean, if I
0: had enough people, I would just carry a big spoon. You know? Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. That, that, a big that, tablespoon. But, but Yeah. 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 Chip, I mean,
2: I... Like, I but, but flounder scales are so damn small. No, flounder
0: scales are brutal. I mean, that's tough to get all those. You really of those. need a true scaler, scaler. You yeah, yeah. know that
2: you buy at the store. Yeah. I yeah. just wonder if But you no, know, I don't. Fish.
0: That's a, that and that's a good question. I, I you know, very seldom um now I have I have had days where I've caught one or two fish and it's it's it, you get much more meat on a yes. on a fish if you cook it whole. Mm-hmm. You know, like a a trout or a flounder, if they want to stuff it or something, and and I'll cut the head off and gut it and and tell them, yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah. take it yeah. home and, and 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 scale it yeah. if they want it, you know, because a lot of people chip they 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 love stuffed flounder, you know, yep. they don't want to yeah. they don't want it filleted, no, nope. you
2: know? they just want me to cut a pocket or whatever in it. but even that, a lot of I believe it or not, North Carolina clients and stuff, I guess, between the brook trout's or whatever that they catch up there, mm-hmm. that are so used to just gutting and 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 slice it or whatever and right. cooking it whole over fire or whatever that they do because, I mean, figure it. There's Well, there's not much scale, so it's kind of skin. Trout, you know? Yeah, and then, and then they take yeah, the they skin. And then they take the skin and then they just peel the skin off. Right. But I mean, anyhow, I've, I've head and tailed some before. Yep. Yeah.
0: But, Chip, before you went to Georgia, this week it, it just seems like the, you know, the, the the theme has been this week it was – much slower than last week
5: I would I would refer to it as brutal <laughs> <laughs> brutal
0: okay right. yeah I mean Tuesday
5: yep. eight hours on the water and caught three fish oh. I mean and we were running a gun and I burned 24 gallons of fuel and we fished hard and just nothing cooperated You get to a spot and we found fish saw them they just wouldn't eat you know it was it was bizarre yeah. you know and even the big big bulls wouldn't eat and we lost a couple of those bites but i mean it's you know it's fishing you know and and i i love what i do so i'm gonna keep on doing it so no, i understand you know yeah. it's, it's hey, just chip, one of those days where you just whatever you know you, chip did, your you, clients did you like you, looking at you
0: did
3: you do any Go of ahead. the flood tide fishing up in the grass
0: oh uh, it's too early no no oh. yeah it's uh, too early yeah, yeah, the you know, fiddlers. That tide it, was high. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, um, oh, the, the, okay. it's 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 uh, you'll, July. I got it, you. If you get a flood tide, most of the time you don't get a flood tide unless you get a a, a weird nor'easter in July. Um, the end of August and September when the water's in the 80s, yeah. that's that's when you flood tide fish. But it, when it's when the water temperatures in the 70s, the um, fiddlers are still hibernated for the most part. And that's why the fish go up there. You don't think fiddlers.
3: the finger mullet go up in the grass flats? Hell yeah,
0: trip. they're everywhere up there. But they don't. That's not why the fish are up there. Yeah. The fish are those fish are up there strictly to eat fiddler crabs. Gotcha. That's it. Yeah, and and and, yeah. and it's it's not a. a believe me, I, I've been fishing those, and, and I've I, I've tried it, you know, just just out of curiosity. And and the, on, on the flip side, um, October it's over. Once that, once you get that fir- that very first cold front, and and, and th- those fish are not going back up there on those flats.
5: Hey Ricky, you were talking yeah. about how high the tide got. Um, I have Florida Marine Tracks Chip in my Simrad, which gives me a, a satellite view at low tide. Um, and when it gets that high, I generally just look at it and come in on the flats on top of the oysters and shrink down my leader to about 10 inches and quarter a crab and drift it across the top of them with a popping cork and it usually gets whacked pretty good um, oh. but I mean they wouldn't even eat that the other day <laughs> So, but uh, it's one way to do it because you just shorten your leader up and, and you know just pitch it across it and it drifts right across the top of the oysters because they'll be sitting on top of them and uh, usually they eat them but it uh, didn't work quite that well Tuesday no, but uh, we, there's always next no. nice
0: week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 for us, I know Corey, you you talked about on, on on our text. You were like, man, I got a perfect tide today for the valley. You did, yeah. You know, and and for us, it's it's kind of a screwed up tide, you know, because we're we're launching right when the dead low beginning of the incoming tide. So you, I, I, honestly, for me for my fishery, I got an hour and a half. Maybe an hour and a half, I would say an hour, you know, yesterday to catch your fish. And I did. I caught fish that first hour. I caught yeah. a lot of trout, caught some croakers, you know. But then after that, I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was total crickets, Chip. I mean, I, and I tried to do exactly what you talked about. I, I, I took my pop corks and, and tried to throw over some oyster beds. Um, I fished what we all know as the tree line. And I never catch a damn thing there. I don't even know why I keep going back to that place. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, 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 Never. No, I mean, I, 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 Chip, you catch fish there, right?
5: I love that place. I yeah. Love
0: it. It's crazy. I, I can't usually, stand it. I,
5: I, usually I, don't, I don't
0: know that I've ever even caught a fish there. I haven't. Yeah. Never. I, I, I can tell you wow. this. I've lost 959 jig heads. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's right. awful. All the stuff that's down there on the bottom. I mean, it's, you know, and you tell your guys, oh, don't throw all the way up the tree line. Well, hell, there's stuff. Way out from those trees, you know. Mm-hmm.
5: But yeah, catch a lot of tree trout and limbrim there. Yes, you do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. But well, I let mean, us
0: know. Let us know how the fish fry goes, and uh, kill you a turkey in the morning. All right. <laughs> all
5: right, guys. Have an awesome day. All right, okay. buddy. Too.
0: Yep, see I you, have buddy. had an awesome day. As a matter of fact. <laughs> all right. When we come back, we'll do a weather update. Let's uh, let's check out and see what the weather's going to do for this weekend. Right here on the most Southwest Girl Fishing Forecast.
1: The most Southwest Grill fishing forecast brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and the North Florida Sheet Metal Workers Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee on 1010XL.
0: Welcome back to the most Southwest Grill fishing forecast. Captain Scott shake Captain me. Kevin Favor, Captain Ricky Bepore. Um You guys said you didn't like the forecast for this weekend. Um, I, It's going to be beautiful. Oh
1: yeah! yeah, I mean, it's
0: not. It's not going to be conducive to get offshore. Which you know what, Scott? It's April. We don't fish offshore in April anymore. No, 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 no. But the poor poor mahi
2: guys—they are swimming by us right
0: now. Brother, indocopian and and the big reds on the bait pods. I just feel bad for those
2: poor guys that like to get mahi. I mean,
0: it's—it is every April now. It's—it's—it's unbelievable. It's It's fact. I'm living it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll bet you how many. Because I know how many trips you book in April, all right? In the last, let's just say, in the last three years. How many offshore trips in April do you think you've done in the last three years?
2: <laughs> Maybe two. I
3: just, I just looked at my books today. Yeah. No, wait, okay. now? <laughs> wait, wait. Eight, eight last year.
2: Okay. But with but, that being said. Yeah, but you got, just, you have
0: you have a 31-foot contender. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, that is going like pure margin four-mile catching flounders. Right. That's my offshore. Right. Mile. That's this time of year. That's all I'm doing. Right. I mean, I'm not even going nine, ten, twelve. Yeah, none of that.
0: I, because I, I have to think One, about maybe two. I'll, I'll I'll bet that I've averaged and, and and being booked in April. I mean, book booked. Hell, yeah, I've lost yes. so many trips I'll,
2: this April from weather. It's pathetic. me
0: too. I mean, but but I'm saying in the last three years, I'll bet that I've averaged Two, maybe three days a year, a month. Right. That I've been able to go out and fish and enjoy ourselves without, you know, anyway. Okay. So um, for Saturday, east winds 15 knots, four to six. And then Sunday, east winds 10 to 15, three to five. It looks like it's really going to back off on Monday, east winds five to 10. And then Tuesday, south winds five to 10. So hopefully, sometime in the middle of the week, next week, we can. it's just like go a catch, front go catch porgies, and go have fun, uh, folks. Make sure you join us for the Nimbic Outdoor Show on Saturday. We will be live at Fish Fights, uh, Nick's Ro- Boat Nick's Road, right there by Home uh, Depot. One Seventies, right Nick's Boat Yard Road,
2: right across the road from Home
0: Depot. Yep, yep. For Captain Ricky Kapoor, Captain Scott Shank, Captain Corey Sparks, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Y'all have a great weekend of fishing. See ya. See ya.